1: Hello, Masterplan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is, as always, a pleasure to have you here listening to us. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Masterplan. I'm an author, speaker, and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. I'm going to dive straight in today and introduce you to our special guest. Adam Persa is the managing director at Classic Sailing, who sell holidays on traditional sailing vessels all over the world. The business has been going for 20 years and has adapted really well to take advantage of the content possibilities of online selling. They've now reached the point where they're sending over a thousand people each year to sea. Hi, Adam. Hi, Chloe. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are now. So how did you get started in e-commerce?
0: It goes back to about 1982 when actually I started in direct selling of doll's houses, which was my previous business. And uh, when I sold that, I bought a boat. Uh, Both were wooden products. So I bought a boat <laughs> made of doll's houses, which is a bit strange, but there you go.
1: I was wondering uh, what the connection was there, because doll's yeah. houses to full-size sailing vessels, that's, that's a big old leap. Not much of an overlapping yeah. customers.
0: No, but it's the same thing. You, it's, uh, it's not face-to-face selling. You have to sell indirectly. And as we started in 1997, the internet was in its infancy, and uh, that was the way for us to go.
1: So Classic Sailing was online from day one? Yes. Wow. That was a big decision back in 97.
0: It was, but uh, we, we tried an advert in the Sunday Times, which was about a three lines of text for £600, and it got us all of two inquiries. You can imagine that's not an economic success. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> so um, we built our own website. And in those days, you could get to the top of the search engine, if there was one, uh, with about half an hour's tweaking. It takes about six years now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you've got to be very careful that tweaking doesn't send you straight back to the bottom again these days as well. Correct. So how many, just out of interest, how many websites have you gone through since 97?
0: Uh, In the early days, we used uh, a Microsoft front page and that would change about every six months. We've, for about the last seven years, we've been on a PHP website, content management site, and we're on a second iteration of that, which is now four years old. And this year, uh, we'll be going to a mobile version.
1: Ooh, exciting times, mm. getting into those mobile customers. So, so that's where you are at the moment, you're planning that new site. You're yep. in the UK, aren't you? And, um, and where, where do your customers come from?
0: Well, we're based here in Cornwall and our customers are predominantly UK, um, mostly in the southern half, but not exclusively. But we have customers from China, Japan, New Zealand, South America, North America, lots from Europe, so pretty much globally.
1: Oh, wow. And you, and you send those customers blo- globally as well. So do you want to say a little bit about that, that product, those voyages?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we go from uh, Antarctica in the south with a tour ship sailing there to another tour ship sailing in Spitsbergen, another one in Iceland, another one in Greenland. Um, majority of our vessels in the uh, Northern Hemisphere summer are in Europe uh, and England, Scotland, Cornwall, uh, Spain, Mediterranean, all over the place.
1: Pretty much something for everyone, whether you want to go very, very cold or very, very hot. Correct. And whether it's a day trip or a... Uh, I mean, day, has, what's the longest one you're selling at the moment?
0: Uh, three months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so customers who just want just to wanna leave it all behind for three months, they can just come through to yeah. you. and, Wow. Yeah. So what does what does the product look like, Adam?
0: The product is really sexy to put on the internet. Yeah, tour ships sailing in the romantic places, uh, tropical sunsets, uh, palm trees, bikini-clad uh, gentlemen on the beach. <laughs> uh, sorry about my sense of humour. Uh, um, just obviously, the vessels go to where it's scenic. You know, we're not going to sell sailing voyages out of the Humber in particular or uh, anywhere where there's a lot of heavy industry, we're always going to be in scenic, wonderful places, and you put a tall ship in there, and Bob's your uncle.
1: And you do locations from the very cold to the very hot?
0: Correct, yeah. yeah. In, in the uh, Northern Hemisphere, winter, we have vessels in the Cape Verde, Canaries, Caribbean, and obviously going down to Antarctica, because it's the Antarctica summer in our winter.
1: Excellent, and um, and you're, you've already we've already talked about the platform that you're on. Do you use any widgets or plugins within that? So search and diving, reviews, that sort of thing. Uh, not
0: particularly. Uh, we have a difficulty in that uh, we work with 17 vessels, and uh, our, the product isn't particularly fully in our control. So we've looked at TripAdvisor, but we haven't actually gone down that road at the moment. Uh, Obviously, there are views on Facebook, which we uh, encourage and monitor, and that's pretty good for us.
1: Yeah, so you you said you don't entirely, um, you know, control the product. you kind of like a holiday booking agent. Uh,
0: Yeah, we're a niche market travel agent, I suppose.
1: But you do own one of the boats yourselves?
0: We do. We own Eva St. Moore's, and uh, the fact that my name is Adam is slightly related. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She, we've been sailing here for it was our first boat, and that's what we built the business on, basically.
1: Okay, so there's quite a wide range of sailing options there. So how do you how do you kind of tie all that together?
0: We tie it together under the umbrella of traditional sailing on uh, boats with bowsprits, and uh, that pretty much defines all the vessels that we work with. Uh, it's always a hands-on experience. And uh, we've built up uh, an expertise in the area, hopefully second to none.
1: So for our for our non-sailing um, mm-hmm. listeners, we're talking big wooden boats with massive sails, several yep. masts and the bowsprit being...
0: Sticking out the front. It's <laughs> a you. bit like um, uh, a, a mini with a long ladder on it at the top sticking out the front it's a, quite a dangerous item when you're manoeuvring in close quarters uh, so it's kind of an interesting piece of kit
1: so if anyone uh, th- thinks back to films where they've got people um uh kind of like historical dramas set on board wooden sailing ships yeah that's well, what we're the, talking about isn't it
0: the most recent one is heart of the sea is that the one? Oh, i don't know um
1: I'll take your word for it, though. The, the one with
0: big—it's <laughs> the one based on Moby Dick. Anyway, there is one of our vessels in that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. cool. So that's the most recent one, but lots—lots lots of the vessels have been in lots of different films, etc.
1: So, what's the 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 team that you've got there running all of this?
0: Uh, how do you mean, people?
1: <laughs> yeah, who who are your humans working behind humans. the scenes okay. to make all this happen? And we, you know, and are you outsourcing anything as well?
0: Yeah. Okay, we are a very small uh, close-knit team which is in the process of rapid change at the moment, all for good reasons. Um, Debbie and I have been who founded the business, and 20 years ago are the directors. Um, we do a lot of the marketing and social content management content. and then we have Georgia in the sales department and Tom who's the skipper of Eve. Uh, but that's all due to change by the end of the month.
1: All oh, right again okay. how it, <laughs> am I allowed to ask how it's changing and what the drivers yep, are behind it Yeah
0: that? no, no Georgia's going on to a, a, a new job and a new career she's been with us 5 years and we're very happy for her and she's she's been good for her. we've done a lot of training together and Tom is going to go off and do something different um, we've already everybody pretty much in place to cover those uh, changes And we're really looking forward to working with a a, a new uh, lady in the office who's got a lot of uh, expertise and drive.
1: Cool. So have you taken, with people leaving in such a small business, I I often think it's an opportunity to go, right, actually, Mm. their jobs have evolved. If we were to start from scratch, what would we put in place? So have you taken that opportunity?
0: Very definitely. Yeah. Um, We were really, really Pleasantly surprised by the quality of applicants, and uh, we had advertised for a sales and marketing assistant, and uh, what we're going to end up with is a sales and marketing manager, more or less. So oh wow! That's absolutely brilliant.
1: So it's so so marketing's one, I guess, in the yep. in the flip round.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're all listening to this because we're marketing, and if we ain't marketing, we ain't doing anything
1: excellent well, so I always like to hear that marketing's winning when there's a an HR switch around because as, as you said quite frankly if you're not if you're not busy marketing your business then you're you're not gonna you know keep growing and keep surviving and also unfortunately marketing is getting ever more complex yep. and more time-consuming to keep on top of and to do well um, so it's it's kind of you've almost got to expand marketing or you're going to end up falling behind Um so, Adam, that's been great to kind of run through where, where Classic Sailing is at right now. But what do you think is the most awesome thing about, the one most awesome thing about the business right now?
0: We've made giant strides in the last, uh, I should say, 18 months in our, our branding and awareness of Classic Sailing as a, as a brand. And that is mostly due to Facebook and uh we have uh, likes and posts that go to nearly 100,000 – sorry, reach nearly 100,000 people. And wow. uh, it's just absolutely amazing.
1: And is that naturally 100,000 or is that paid 100,000? Oh, no,
0: that's naturally.
1: There, yeah. There's various <laughs> – apologies to anyone who's just crashed their car on hearing that. Because yeah. there are many businesses there who, get who, you know, they hear all the time that natural engagement on Facebook is dead. But no, it, it just no goes so 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 what do you, how do you think you've managed to get that level of engagement
0: um, it's for us it's particularly strong when we we post uh, an image of a tall ship sailing from a loft um, and uh, particularly if you post it directly via Facebook because they want to build their video platform obviously uh, and they just it just goes wild it's you know it's the closest thing to a um, viral that we've ever had and it's just extraordinary.
1: So you're playing Facebook's game by doing what they want you to do and yep. then it's just fantastic, gorgeous, yep. beautiful content that makes the sailing lover's heart flutter.
0: Yep and we had a record boost in new likes and bookings. In, it takes a long time for bookings to come through for us but we could we could tell what had happened. It had been successful.
1: So one video... You mm-hmm. you can see it definitely one great piece of content out on Facebook yeah. Yeah. directly impacted your bookings. Definitely. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, and that's just so as everyone kind of gets, can start taking these ideas forward themselves. That's literally about knowing your customer and what they like to see, finding the content that fits and then putting it out there. Yeah. Is it that simple?
0: Yeah, a bit of luck in it as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds simple, doesn't it? But I um, suppose you've got 20 years of understanding the customer and understanding the product behind you. Hopefully. <laughs> well, you you must, you've definitely been there for 20 years. So yeah, yeah. I, I reckon that's more than a hope, that one, Adam. Yeah, okay. Um, so what's on your radar, your to-do list at the moment?
0: Uh, well, obviously the big project for us is to create a new image and a mobile friendly website. We have over two and a half thousand pages of content. And so it's a huge, huge task. Um, and, uh, we've taken, uh, advice on how to do it. And also we were putting resources, not only into the actual web development side, but into staff to change the content and all that sort of stuff. So it's a big, big project. Um, and uh, we know that we can get bookings actually on a mobile phone, so it's going to be really worthwhile.
1: So, so at the moment, despite I'm guessing the website doesn't work particularly well on mobile, you're getting those bookings, which is it's always a good sign that it's going to be worth investing the time in a mobile version.
0: Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. And um, I you mentioned you had over two thousand pages of content there, which yeah. I know many people will be kind of. Uh, bowled over by Um, (laughs) they'll also be thinking or or from what I I know about you know the industry you're in that travel industry is that all your stock is basically perishable so you know you're not in control of whether that boat comes to you or where that boat goes you've got you know when that voyage is gone it's gone and Mm -hmm. i'm guessing given you're kind of a booking agent you've also got the problem of if you don't sell that the boat owner might so there's there's very much limited stock it's perishable it's time dependent Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a a land grab almost but yet still you're investing all that all that time and energy in creating the content so how do you how do you go about deciding what content to create with that as your product background
0: it's it's there's a lot of knowledge that people would like to know about the old, old type of sailing. So there's a lot of content we can write and we've been writing it, building this site in essence for seven years. Um, we all enjoy writing and creating stuff for it. Um, in that actual fact, uh, the website contains 5,000 pages. The other 2,500 pages are voyages <laughs> or past voyages, so I was only giving you the bits we've got to work with to change. <laughs> oh my
1: word!
0: Um, and obviously... That's given us a huge amount of content that uh, the search engines enjoy finding. And uh, just building that website year on, year on, uh, probably, I don't know how many pages we're producing a week, but it's just always all the time we're adding to it and it's all grist to the mill.
1: And given you've got that much content, how much do you think, how much of your, your content effort do you think is put into updating what's already live versus creating new
0: uh, we obviously try to automate a lot of a lot of the stuff that we have. We can clone it. We can put blocks of text from one place to another, um, and we try to write it in such a way that things aren't datable. It's not always possible when you've got a, the biggest maritime festival in the world in Brest in 2016. It's going to be a little different from the one that was in 2012. So yeah, there are datable sections to it, but we try to avoid that as much as possible.
1: So it, so it's kind of, you, you write the content so as you shouldn't ever have to update it, but you know which ones you need to go back and tweak.
0: Correct. And, and obviously every page has a monitoring system on it, so we can prioritise them for updating, etc.
1: So would you say, kind of going back to that perishable stock angle of things, that you're focused more on creating content that's generically appealing to the sailing audience to your sailing audience because obviously it's not the whole of the sailing world um rather than evangelizing about specific boats so you're talking about the experience and addressing the questions people would have and all that kind of stuff about voyaging on traditional sailing boats generally rather than here's Ida franson she's going to going on this voyage
0: uh it's very difficult we have to cover so many things um obviously we have to have very good information on the vessels and most of them have a history to tell and it's a lovely story Um, and we have stories to tell about particular voyages but we also are uh, involved in what I call destination marketing when we have a group of vessels in a particular area year after year then we can boost our uh, um, marketing in those areas by joining in... uh, Visitor sites to that particular region. For instance, we're um, members that visit Scotland, visit Cornwall, um, and we're looking at um, becoming members of something in the Canary Islands.
1: So, oh, okay, so it's so you're both appealing to the person who's going sailing and to the person who goes, "I want to go to the Canaries. What can I do when I get there?" Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, nice. And um, one last question around the content side of things Mm -hmm. i know a lot of our listeners have heard me droning on about content for a while now and about how important it is but as someone who's created quite so much do you have a couple of kind of top tips for the rest of the listeners if they wanted to maybe start out with content
0: uh just learn as much as you can about your product the more you get into your product and can describe it and the ins and outs of it um and be quite honest about things that are difficult. Um, The thing that most people worry about, if they've never done it about going to sea, is being seasick. So you have to address those problems in in an honest way, and so that people know that you're being honest with them, not trying to pull them over their eyes.
1: So we we won't find an article on Classic Sailing saying, there's no seasickness on our boats, you'll be fine.
0: (laughs) It's... uh, I think it's even mentioned in our frequent asked questions section somewhere, but I can't always remember everything that's been yeah. written.
1: Yeah, but but you, you're you're totally right. You do have to address those issues right yeah. up front, yeah. Um, and and customers will trust you more for actually addressing the issue and trying to help them with it rather than brushing it under the carpet. Yeah. Okay, Adam, what I'm going to do now is I think we're going to head into the top tips round, which is Mm -hmm. a section that I love because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Mm -hmm. So, the first one is the book top tip. Okay. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend?
0: It's quite an old book now and it's called Lateral Thinking and it's by uh, Edward de Bono. And it set up the whole start of thinking out of the box, whatever you want to call it. um, Just thinking about your problems and looking at it from a different direction. Brainstorming, whatever you want to call it. It was the book that started me. uh, And what I enjoy doing is having a problem to solve and then going, ah, let's look at it this way and just seeing what comes out of it. So that was a book that's had a big influence on my life.
1: Oh, excellent! And that's not one I've come across before. So I'm sure lots of our listeners will be interested in, interested to grab their copy.
0: I'm showing uh, my age by telling you about that. One.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, there are some there are some phenomenally good books written ten, twenty, thirty, hundreds yeah. of years ago. In fact, so we have had uh, Machiavelli and uh, yeah. and Sun Tzu. I think recommended before the Art mm-hmm. of War. So this is yeah. definitely not the oldest book we've had. No. We've had added to the list. Uh, the traffic top tip next then. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves?
0: That's a very difficult question. Um, I, we'd have, For us, it has to be content because uh, that's what we do well on, what we have a lot of. Um, but if you... We are limited in time resources, so we've found, for instance, that Facebook is good for us, but we know that we should be doing YouTube, Twitter, Instagram and all the rest of them. Uh, but for us, content is definitely king.
1: Excellent. Uh, so the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plug a phone app or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day?
0: It's called Fantastical and Ooh. it's uh, an iPhone app. It's a calendar, diary and reminder that works the best I've ever come across and uh, you put it on your laptop, your f- iPad or your phone and it's all automatically obviously links to each to the other. It will integrate with Google and uh, Apple Diaries. It's just uh, fantastical.
1: <laughs> That's not what I've come across. It may well be because I'm an Android girl, not an iGirl. Mm. So... um yeah, but I, it it amazes me how many times in the tool top tip section we get, you know, just day management and, and task mm-hmm. management tools. Mm-hmm. It, it's still the thing that people struggle the most with, I think.
0: Yeah, well, that's a good one.
1: Excellent. Uh, so the startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them?
0: Find a product you enjoy and just write into it and as I said before learn all about it so you know all the ins and outs Um, that way you'll have a lasting product not something that's going to come and go as a fad that would be my tip
1: something you actually enjoy I think is such important Mm -hmm. because you know this day in this day and age you've got to write the content Mm. (laughs) and if you don't like it people are going to read straight through that yeah um, Masterplan World you can find these top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com masterplan.com forward slash 41 that's the number four followed by the number one as I revert to the bingo caller yet again um, so Adam I have one final top tips question for you which is if your business didn't exist which e-commerce business would you like to be running
0: Silly Flowers it's uh, Flowers from the Isles of Silly Uh, it's a lovely product it's a lovely place to live and uh, in my mind there's um, a lot of uh, potential there that they haven't uh, grasped yet they do exceedingly well um, but I think there's uh, some tricks in the book that they could benefit from
1: excellent so uh, so a lifestyle choice as well as a business choice
0: yeah, sorry, that's the way I am.
1: <laughs> no, there's there are no wrong answers to that one, and I, I like that as an angle. As someone you know, who chose to move down to Cornwall despite working in e- in this e-commerce industry. I, you know, and how many weird looks I get from people going, what? How far are you from London? It's fine. <laughs> I'm here all the time. Well, Life, lifestyle's important. I
0: we're about ten miles south of you.
1: Yes. Yeah. I should I should probably have mentioned that we are. This is the the closest to my to my location interview we've done. We've done interviews with Australia, mm-hmm. we've done interviews with America, um, many around Europe, many around the UK, but Adam is is only about 10 miles away. If in fact, that. if you
0: speak up, I can probably hear you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll send a flare up in a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, so Adam, before we say goodbye, would you like to let our listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media?
0: Okay. Well, we're known as Classic Sailing and the web address is Uh, all the w's dot classic hyphen sailing dot co dot uk and any search with the words classic sailing will bring us up at the top of the list if it isn't come back to me and i want to know why (laughs) um we have a facebook page which will also come up if you search for classic sailing and we have what else do we have um i suppose that's about it really
1: that's that that, we'll put those two up there for you
0: Telephone number?
1: I can add the phone number if you want us to. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, we'd like to speak to people at 0044 1872
1: That's the first num- phone number we'll be putting up on a show note. So you've stolen a march on that one, Adam, definitely. <laughs> In before the <laughs> others. <laughs> So um, I'll add the phone number and links to everything else we've been talking about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 41 or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Adam, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and for being so generous sharing your experience with us.
0: It's been great fun. Thank you very much, Chloe.
1: What a fascinating chat with Adam, someone who really does know um, e-commerce inside out as he's been involved in it for so long. It's a new challenge to all of you, So, if you can get your content pages up to over the over 2,000 mark. Uh, and Some great tips from Adam there on how to get started with your content. Plus, I do recommend you go and take a look at the Classic Sailing Facebook page to see the sort of content they've got and how well they're making it resonate with their listeners. It really is a, is great a great example of how you can still get natural interaction on Facebook without having to pay for it. In case you haven't already got got your copy, um, my new ebook, or new-ish now ebook, How to Get More New Customers to Your Website, is still available for free on the website. That's all 11 pages of great advice for growing your e-commerce business. If you want a copy, just head to the website and you'll see the sign-up form. For now though, have a great week everyone and don't forget to keep optimising. Bye!